Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Time again, Suns Nation. It is the Believe the Suns Podcast Network right here on the Believe Podcast. I'm sorry, Believe Podcast Show right here on Believe Podcast Network. Your man Earl Burnett, and of course the one and only Felix Cruz, aka Felix Flex from Jersey. We are here to give you our perspective again on what's going on with our Phoenix Suns, and you know they are making everybody believe what's going on with the Suns. So uh, let me give me a fade down on my music here a minute. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, here we go. Bring that music yeah, sure. down. Sweet. What's going on, Mr. Jersey man? <laughs> What's going on over there on the Let's east go. side, east coast? East coast, man. We got we got some better weather coming up. The Phoenix Suns got five games left, brother. Um, nothing, nothing but good times right now, man. A lot of good stuff to talk about, brother. Absolutely. You guys want to be part of this? You know, we're already live. There's our new get up right here on on uh, Streamyard, baby. We're doing it. It's a lot simpler, cleaner. It looks better, uh, but you can catch us right now live on on all this platforms that we do through Streamyard right now. We got Facebook Live, we got man YouTube's page, we got Instagram going, we got of course KSRN is going. So man, we got a lot going on. It's getting exciting around here. You know we're gonna be doing a bunch of blitzing for this Phoenix Suns uh run that's going to these playoffs bro so uh we got a lot on tap right now we got a lot and today's tonight's show is going to be pretty sweet because we are going to recap the game from yesterday we're going to also look into the lakers game coming up on sunday and then we're going to look at some of the playoff seedings and see if the Suns should be resting or should they just be avoiding somebody or you know how everybody doing all that talk yes sir before we do all of that though man um uh, we brought. Uh, we have a guest that's going to be coming in and help talk Suns with us. And, of course, you know, as I know, Dave, when you're talking Suns, there's only one guy that we go to and the guy that gives there you, you go. Suns from the perspective as only he can give it, the man himself, John Bloom from the Phoenix Suns broadcast. What's up, John? How you doing? And thanks for coming in, bro. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks for having me, Earl. And Flex, man, he's got it up on the wall. I'm seeing the, the name Flex just brings a smile to my face, you know, remembering when that name was mistakenly put on him. Like, I don't know, what was it, six, seven, eight, eight years ago now? Eight uh, years ago, yes, sir. Eight, wow. Eight years. That's awesome, man. That is so awesome. Oh, I love, I love watching, listening to your show after these games, man, because to me, to me, you are my son's mediator between the media and the fans. 
you're that mediator that says, okay, all is not so bad. Calm down. Everything's going to be okay. Because <laughs> after games, I'm screaming at stuff. And, and, and then I look back and go, it wasn't all that damn bad. Bloom just said, oh, yeah, I'm cool now. I'm good now. So <laughs> I love what you bring, man. I love what you bring. But we all could be saying nothing should be bad right now because we edging closer, guys. Oh, my exactly. goodness. We are edging closer to that playoffs. It's in, in light. Suns and playoffs man can you believe that it's actually going down so bloom let me tell, tell me what you got what your thoughts on now i mean i mean I, you've been in this valley i'm pretty sure for a long time so how's it feel to be on the broadcasting net on our side of things i know the sons and the players and the fans are going crazy but for you guys for us it's got to be just as just as ecstatic you got to be just as ecstatic how you feel about this thing man uh, yeah, yeah we are i mean ecstatic is definitely a word for it uh, pumped. I've got energy every game day. Man. Like uh, it hasn't been that way for a while. Right. Uh, and you know, I, I think Flex knows this about me. I mean, I, I get excited every time the headset's <laughs> on. I, I just love to do what I do and, and feel so fortunate to be able to have a chance to work for a team that I grew up rooting for, you know, and it goes right. back over 30 years of being a fan for this team. So it was all kind of on this path together for me to, to, get a chance now to, to, to be here and rejoice with Planet Orange, you know, to be excited with the fans of this team. It's all genuine. And Man. I can say the same for the guys that I'm in the booth with, the Hall of Famer Al McCoy, who I'm repping here on the shirt. And of course, Tim, Tim Kempton, too. Right. And, uh, you know, I know they're jacked up as well as the TV uh, end of the broadcast. You know, look, uh, this job isn't easy. And, and uh, it would have been a lot easier or a lot tougher to probably have a Suns podcast on the Believe Network uh, wow. over the last several years yeah. uh, than it is right now. There's a lot more believers out there now oh, there than there happened, but uh, <laughs> and rightfully so. And yeah. so I say the more the merrier. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but come on, everybody, jump on the bandwagon. We got plenty of room right now. Oh, yeah, we got plenty, so. plenty, go. plenty of room, especially for them, uh, the national media. Come on, keep on coming. Y'all know it's going down. So this team, all we do is win, 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 win. Of course, we're coming off of a 32-point uh, loss to the um, uh, Atlanta uh, the Hawks. Hawks previously. Atlanta but, Hawks, yeah. but I think, and this is just my personal opinion, we're coming off a loss, yes, but I think we're coming off a pretty much like a resting period where it was Monty was saying, just go ahead and rest it out. Don't trip. And, and everybody's talking about playing down the competition. I hear you talk about this sometime, Bloom. Playing down in the competition is like, man, screw all of that. What I think is happening, I think this team is doing all this play down stuff, they call it, on purpose to test themselves <laughs> in, 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 these, in these crucial situations that's going to be coming up in these playoff, in this playoff run. I mean, think about it. Look at, look at what they did in that Cavs game. They, they just let the Cavs hang around that whole entire game. Okay. We finished playing around. Let's see what we would do if we had to turn it on. And boom, that overtime, I ain't never seen an overtime defensively like that in my life. I think this exactly. team, I think Who this team, exactly. I look, at Monty, I look at Monty's real quick. I look at Monty's rotation real fast, and I can see him kind of taking Chris out earlier. And they're resting in periodic little pockets every, you know. So, man, I think it's working out fine, man. Yeah, you know what? Me and Bloomer, we talk we talk about this all the time, right? On the on the post game show. Listen, this this team, I, I actually believe they're a little bit bored, and, and it's ironic, right? Eight, Eleven years not in the playoffs, you would think that that wouldn't be the case, but this team is so good and they're so locked in that I think you make a great point, Earl. 
Um, there are times where I think that they're playing down to the competition only to put themselves in spots right. where they can actually get up for it. Right. And and I think they like these late game situations. It didn't work out against the Cavs, and I think we were a little burned out. But you know what? Bloomer says this all the time when we talk, and I'm I'm going to reiterate this. I don't care what they do. And I remember you going, you went on 98. My boy Bloomer went on 98.7 on the on the Bickley Marauder show. And I remember that show vividly. Uh, that was a lot of fun, brother. But uh, I, I remember you said, listen, you don't care what they do against those teams. It matters what they do against the top teams in the league. And we got the best conference record in basketball at 27 and 10. Right. So, I mean, what they do against the good teams is what's, what matters. And, uh, man, I can't wait, man. Bloomer, talk to me, though. Talk to me about last night's game, man, because um, that was, was, a, this was, was a good one. It was a great atmosphere. I know you watched it on TV, Flex, but uh, inside that building, it was fantastic. It was energetic. I always mention that you can get a night started off with a special boost if the anthem singer's off the chains. And last night, he was, man. He, he was like an operatic just belting it out in a way that got everybody just in immediately before right. we're even close to tip off. And that happens, you know, happens in playoff atmospheres all the time when you get like a superstar. I know it's Staples. They love when Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> is out there with the bass and that gets everybody wired in L.A. But here uh, it was it was just you could feel it. You knew there were more people in there as well. Uh, the one thing I just wanted to touch on is we're talking about this drought, uh, you know, a decade without going to the playoffs. That's us. That's the fans. Mm -hmm. That's Robert Sarver. That's yeah. the broadcasters. Right. But that's not this team. They haven't lived through all of that. That's true. So, you know, for us to say we're coming in with all this baggage, no, that, that's us. We're coming in <laughs> with all the baggage. Great point. You talk about, like, let's good. talk about the team for that's a second. Good. We got Chris Paul goes to the playoffs every year. Right. We got Jay Crowder just went to the, to the finals. We got Torrey Craig just went to the conference finals with the Denver <laughs> Nuggets. We got all these guys that, like, it's fresh. Even if you look at, like, Mikel Bridges, won two titles at Villanova, you know, playing on the biggest stage that college basketball has to offer. So, you know, is he going to be really thrown off? by the bright lights of the NBA playoffs, I don't anticipate he will, especially knowing that those other dudes I just mentioned are sitting right next to him in the, in the room. You know, they're, they're in that locker room together. They're having the conversations on the planes and the hotels and everywhere they're going, getting ready for this, and they have been all season. It's not like they just realize, hey, we're going to go to the playoffs. No, right. they've been prepping for this. And maybe, yeah. you know, more than we have, I could be honest with that. Right. It's still dawning on a lot of us that, Absolutely. like, wow, this is happening, and they got a chance to be the number one team going into it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it. it's why I'm still very optimistic, very confident in this team at a time where I think there are, you know, it's a natural feeling on Planet Orange to start getting a little nervous. Like, oh, my gosh, what if they have to play the Lakers in the first round or something like that, and right. now we're getting all tied <laughs> up inside. Don't let it happen, Planet Orange. Don't let it get inside like that. Enjoy this. This team's legit. As Flex and I have been talking about every post-game show at home for the last three months, this team is absolutely legit to be where they are record-wise, to be where they are statistically, and to be where they are in our mindset as we get ready for the playoffs. Hey, wow. can I ask something, Earl, real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 hey, hey, you know what, JB? Listen, it's funny you say that. I was having a conversation today. And you know my favorite quote on your show, right? If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it swims like a duck, don't call it a dog. It's a duck, right? So, listen, this has been the best team in basketball for almost the entire year, them in Utah. Um, I look at some of the stuff you talked about and I say, hey, listen, the Denver Nuggets, 
The Denver Nuggets lost Jamal Murray, and they're still a very good team. They're a top three team in the West. You got a team like Utah that loses Donovan Mitchell, and they're still top in the NBA with the best record. We've lost Dario. We've lost Jay Crowder. We lost Cam Johnson. We've lost Cam Payne. We're still a very good team. For the people that are worried about the Lakers, I know we're going to get into this. My boy Earl got a lot of lot to lot to talk about this. <laughs> Here's my thing about the Lakers: is you know, if like I said, if it's a duck, call it a duck. When they lose somebody good, they go down to the to the end of the conference. They're fighting to get in. They're talking about playing. So, you know, people that are worried about the Lakers need to really look at the season and say, hey, you know what? We've got a 72 game stretch of basketball that we're looking at, and there's no reason to feel you know, scared or intimidated by the Lakers right now. So believe in your Phoenix Suns, man. That team right now was a top 10 team offense and defense, and they're the real deal. So, yeah, that's I'm, I'm just piggybacking on that, JB. Yeah, Bloom, let me get your thoughts real quick because I'm glad you guys were talking about this. Do you think right now this team should be resting players or is it too late to start doing that now because you're so close to the playoffs, knowing that you do get that probably a week in between before you get to actually start a playoff game? Should they be resting guys like, you know, shoot, the Bookers and the CP3s and, you know, or do you go in with the momentum you have you don't want to mess with it? What's the best? I go with what you just said, Earl. Okay. What you just said, take that momentum. Keep Uncle Mo on the side because if he gets <laughs> off and wants to jump on someone else's oh, bandwagon, oh, it's a screwed. lot harder to convince him to come oh, back. And you so don't want to have to do that. that you know, so you, you got you to gotta keep momentum if you have that opportunity. And this team has carried that momentum, I would say, probably legitimately since the end of January. It's just right. been a, a train that hasn't been stopped. You know, they didn't lose those back-to-back games for the first time till end of April, and, and that was three months. Uh, and now it seems like they've, you know, weathered a little bit of a storm. Now, if guys are dinged up, and I think I've said this on the post-game show too, if, if guys need a break because they, they are dinged up and it's more than just sore, you know, there's a difference between being injured and sore. I always uh, talk about, you know, uh, that with my kids and, and as they get ready to play their sports, you know, and, and I think it, at this level it's a whole different deal. These guys are all banged up in right. some fashion at, th- at this yep. point, right? 66 games in or whatever it is, 67 now. They're all banged up. But if, uh, if it's a little bit more than just soreness, let's make sure that we uh, use this next week. Now, right. the thing I think a lot of people are sleeping on, is that week that they're getting off. Because okay. yes, that's a lock. Like, no matter what, they're off starting next Sunday after the Spurs game until at least the following Saturday. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's probably going to be the following Sunday because they're going to play a team that's coming off a playing game. Correct. No matter yep. what. No matter whether yep. they finish first or second. Uh, so, they're going to have a solid week. That's a good amount of rest for these guys who have not had anything close to that since the All-Star break. So right. uh, I, I think I, I, I roll with it. I keep going. I don't think Chris Paul wants to take the pedal off the metal at all, mm-hmm. and he's the captain of this whole ship. So as long as he's laying that down and setting that example for everybody else, I don't see anybody else rocking the boat and saying, hey, sit me out. I'm ready to rest. No, they're all going <laughs> to follow suit with what he's doing. He's older right. than all of them. Of course they are, right? Right. Flex, right. Flex, you think also, too, is because maybe they're st- they still have that number one seed in their sights, too, right? I mean, maybe that's what you keep fighting for too because Absolutely. I mean I don't want to get into that let's try to avoid the Lakers and avoid man man screw that play who's in front of you but we can still get that number one seed so I mean why rest and when you can still have that in front of you right absolutely listen th- here's the thing is if you get the number one seed you control your own destiny mm. 
Um, the reality is this. I mean, again, I don't. I'm not ducking anybody. Exactly. The Phoenix Suns shouldn't be ducking anybody. Exactly. Um, you know, feel. the basketball guys have a way of letting this thing work out. And when you start trying to dictate who you play and and do things like that, um, the the basketball guys don't shine brightly on you, man. So you play <laughs> who you play. That's just how it works. Don't don't avoid things. But yes, I do believe that the Lakers, if they're going to get into a playoff situation, I do think they'll eventually land at that seven spot. So the, the the real question is, if you land at one, you know, now you control your own destiny. Now you're thinking about maybe playing Golden State, San Antonio, or Memphis rather than LeBron. So, yes, I, I think the resting thing, uh, there's a thin line between that. Because if you rest, you could be setting up this, 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 uh, this theory that everyone's scared of. They could be setting up this thing with the Lakers. So play it out. Don't rest. Stick with the momentum. And uh, let the cookie crumble where it crumbles, right. brother. I like where we stand regardless, brother. Yeah, well, either way it goes, you can't be the one or the two seed and go out in the first round or second round. Your exit has to be no, nothing less than Western Conference or Finals. And if yeah. it's and if it in, in our case for the Suns, if, if we get through the West, nobody in that East is messing with us. Maybe maybe Brooklyn if they get things straight, but we we own we own the East. They can't, they can't hang yeah. with us. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, this would be awesome, man. This is gonna be pretty good. I'm I'm I am jacked a lot of fun. up to see how this is gonna go, man. I I, hey. I, I actually want to see us take the Lakers down in first round. I'm sorry, yep. I, I want to see right. it. I want to see it because hey guys, because real, what, real, what better springboard would there be? Go ahead, exactly, correct. No, exactly. no, real quick, y'all talk it up. We we're in a technology world here, so everything is not perfect, and I'm having a bit of an issue. I just got to take two seconds, walk around the computer, oh, and yeah, make, do some, your thing, make sure man. something's do good. Your thing. But go ahead, keep talking it up. I'll be back in twenty seconds. <laughs> so, Bloom, when they're gonna get you when you're doing when you're doing those uh those road games. If it hadn't been for COVID-19 and the protocols and all this, you know, Zoom stuff, would you have been traveling with the team all these games? Really? Yeah. That, that would be awesome. Yeah, last year was the first year of doing that, Earl, and it was, uh, it was you know, I mean, to, to use the word a trip would be, uh, you know, multiple meanings, but it was uh, it was fantastic. I, I think that uh, maybe the, the biggest surprise for me or that, that um, I wasn't expecting, okay. uh, you know, making that many trips – was uh, just how many friends and family I'd get a chance to catch up with on okay. the road. So I'm really glad that I, I took advantage of that last year right. uh, before everything shut down in March. You know, I remember being in Portland that last road game before everything shut down. And, uh, you know, what a crazy memory uh, or, or bank of memories are involved <laughs> in that trip because there was just this eerie feeling, even though uh, there were fans in the gym that night, there weren't that many right. relative to what usually go to the Moda yeah. Center to watch oh, Dame Time and everybody go. Good so point. you start to get a little bit of a vibe and a weird feeling, and then, of course, we come back the next day, and that's when Rudy Gobert and everything else went yeah. down and the, the whole world shut down. So, uh, you know, it's been it's been wild. Uh, to, to call games off monitors is not easy uh, for those who, who've never tried doing that. Um, I'd say it's, it's somewhat similar to trying to uh, – Oh, I don't know. Uh, go swimming in your backyard without a hole uh, in the <laughs> ground. Uh, it's, it's tricky. Um, a- and so for uh, for me, it's uh, it's one of those deals where you just kind of, you know, lock in when you get there. You put the headset on. It's right. what it's what's in front of you. Let's go. And Tim and I have had a blast doing it when we've been in the moment. Uh, you know, ideally we'd be at the games and now with the playoffs uh, upon us, uh, you know, uh, Al McCoy is going to be on the headset, I, I believe, for all the all the playoff games and uh, I'll be doing postgame shows and 
hopefully for, for home and road games and getting a chance to talk after every single playoff game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think if the NBA really did uh, some thought, uh, you know, work into this and had some conversations, some meaningful conversations with people uh, like Al, people have been doing this a long, long time. Right. They learn how important it is, uh, you know, for us to, to be in the building. Um, and, uh, you know, I just don't think that they've gotten there yet. So okay. it's probably going right. to be the same situation through the playoffs. Oh, and then wow. maybe in the off season, okay. we'll get a chance to, to uh, get back to normal. Hey, so I'm, right. hoping, hey, I'm hoping. Right. Hey, Bloom, I just want to – something you said. Hey, you, you know what's eerie? I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, it was January last year, me and you at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you you mm-hmm. remember that, right? Me and you hanging at MSG. Yeah, me and, and you we, hanging and D.A. going off like he did against yeah. the Knicks last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. in that one, too, didn't oh, we he? Oh, right. no, we, we go get into that. We go get into that. We're going to get into that. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then, so it's me, you, Tim Kempton, my boy Kevin Ray. We're all at the Garden. We we love, anytime you guys come to New York, I link up. You know, that's that's a beautiful thing. And then I was just thinking about, I was had, talking to a friend the other day that happened to be at the Garden with us. And it, it dawned on me. I was like, man, that was the last time I was at a basketball game before this pandemic. Whoa. And so, yeah, so that's the last time I was at a game live, JB, was with you at Master Square Garden for that night where we went crazy and then the pandemic hit. So it definitely touches home when you say what you just said. Right. Definitely. And we're going to definitely get into some of that as far as what I want to what I want to jump into right now is. Our playoff roster, I got uh, Jalen on here that's following us on the comments here, and he's got a good point here, and I want to ask what his point is. And, and I want to get your, 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 your thoughts on this, Bloom, as far as the roster going into the playoffs. Where is this team lacking on that roster? I mean, there's, there's got to be some point that you can look at this roster. I mean, they look like a perfect team almost, but there's got to be something that you're going into that playoffs going, oh, if we only got that piece so that we would you know we'd be a lot better what, what, what would that be for you you know I mean I think the answer I have if it's not and it's not a specific person but it's just maybe um uh the missing element that I'd love to have would be more rim protection when DA is not on the floor okay uh, I just don't I don't think we have uh, somebody who's going to really alter shots down low in the paint, make it hard on, on other bigs when D.A. isn't there. Okay. Uh, it's not to say that Frank and Dario and, and Tori and Jay, uh, you know, play, don't play strong. They all play strong, but it's different uh, b- between being strong and being long. Okay, right, <laughs> that's the right. easy way to put right, it. Right. Uh, so I think that uh, that's the one element, but I think it, in a bigger scope it, for me, it's uh, D.A., Devin, Mikel being such huge parts of this team and being on their first run to the postseason. Mm. Because you don't see a lot of teams have three dudes that, that are that vital, that are that important to the whole plan, right? that are that raw when it comes to postseason experience, wow, make a, a run and get, you know, get far and, and get deep into the postseason. Now, the thing that throws all that off is there's also a Hall of Fame point guard right next to him, right? <laughs> and there's also the right. other guys we talked about alongside that could help bring them up but what I'm saying is I would expect and even though I threw out that thing about Mikel already winning titles in college I would expect that all three of those guys hit their bumps in the road when it comes to the playoffs Mm. the question is can the Suns as a whole team get over those bumps together and still continue to advance 
and I believe we learned enough about him this season that they can. And last night was another great example because Devin hit a big-time bump. He couldn't make anything last right, night. He was missing right. layups that he never misses. Right. He was missing jumpers, you know, and yet they're still able to run away and run the, run the Knicks out of the gym. So I feel like, you know, they have it covered. And they feel like they have it covered, which is a lot more important than what I feel. <laughs> I, I po- I, Flex, I posed this question to uh, uh, my uh, co-host on a, on a previous uh, casual sports show. And, and, and I want to ask you this question as well. Mm-hmm. We have four or five, what, four games left? Five, five. games, five yep. games five left. left. Is yep. that enough time to get Dario right? Or are you going into this playoff saying we're going to play Frank over Dario and that's what, we, that's what we're stuck with because Dario just hasn't gotten right? Is it enough time to get Dario right? And when we get into the playoffs, is he just going to be a bench warmer just sitting over there because Frank is putting it down right now? You know, that's a great question. The, the answer to it is, is yes. I, I do think they have enough time. These next five games are going to be instrumental on how Monty manages the whole Frank Kaminsky and Dario Saric uh, equation, right? Mm -hmm. But John hit a a big point. The week after the season's over, that week where they can lock in the gym and they can practice and they can get some guys rested, because I do think Dario is still banged up. Okay. Uh, He hasn't been right since the ankle sprain, and I think that has a lot to do with it. And back to what John and you guys talked about earlier in the show. So, so we know CP has experience in the playoffs. So does Jay Crowder, right? Guess what? Dario does too. Dario started for the Sixers and played some heavy minutes in that playoff run, uh, you know, years back. So, yes, I, I think he's he's going to have enough time, and I think he's going to be instrumental because, like Monty always says in the press conference, he's a glue guy. He's a connector. Right. He is a guy that when he's playing right, the, the team tends to – uh, run the point five offense a lot more smoother. So uh, uh, we we're missing him, and I think he I think he's going to be all right. He's okay. going to he's going to he's going to be an instrumental part of this run for sure. Going into the playoffs, Bloom. Uh, before we get into the next uh, segment here about talking about that Laker game on Sunday, going into the playoffs, give me the key player for this team that can just be that diamond in the rough, <laughs> that that one player that could just make the difference for this Suns team. It's the dude that made a difference at the end of the third quarter last night against the Knicks. It's Cameron Payne. It's the backup point guard because uh, he's just been rock solid all season. And I feel like he gets slept on still with that left hand. He can sneak past people. He's got this great um, knack for for the rim, for driving to the rim and using the rim as protection against bigs and finishing around the rim. And uh, that is a difference maker because you don't see Chris Paul do that. He finishes around the free throw line. Right. That's where his layup is, right? right but right. for CP, for the other CP campaign, it's uh, it's attack. And I love his attack mode. Yes. I think his vision's gotten better too. I think he's really gotten comfortable with the guys around him, uh, who he's on the floor with. And then defensively, I think his length can, can cause problems. Uh, so that's my guy because of you're, you're asking for the diamond in the rough, the guy that probably a lot of other teams aren't going to have in their scouting report. But he's going to make a difference, and I think he'll lead to a win or two. The other thing I wanted to say about Dario, you know, let's not forget, yeah, he's not right right now. But if the Suns are really going to make a run, we got two more months of basketball left. Wow. I mean, this is going yeah. yeah. to stretch out. I mean, Good this point. isn't going to happen Good overnight. So, he, he, you know, it could be a situation where Dario isn't really clicking, but then all of a sudden they get to the next round or the round after that. And then here he is, Bubble Dario, Super Dario, the freak, the homie is back. <laughs> with this team. You know, uh, it could happen. I could, I could definitely see that happen because we've seen spots of it. You know, the last time he, he had a big game against the Lakers 
in the first meeting uh, with L.A. this season. He led the Suns off the bench with 21 points. He looked fantastic in that game. Uh, And that was only a matter of about a month month uh, yeah two months ago i guess now uh but again like i said this could go two months he could be a guy having that kind of game in the finals if they get there that's so yep. true i'm gonna give you my guy who i think is going to be the glue to this team and the t- a guy that is going to give other teams some issues cameron Payne, a good choice i was going to that was my next choice tory craig is going to be a nightmare for some teams i'm telling you this kid has been nothing but a, just a defensive I mean, he, he this dude does things that guys don't want to do on a court, you know? And in the yeah. playoffs, you need a guy like that. And then when you look at him having done it already in the playoffs already, oh my god, he is going to be hey. he's going to be key. Keep an eye on him. You you got to let me get on this, brother. Yeah, yeah. That's a got? great question. What you got? What you got? Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you my low-key guy, JB. Okay. My low my low-key guy, Tory Craig. Okay? Tory Craig is going to be a guy that is going to win us a playoff game. At least the guy one. plays defense. <laughs> exactly. The guy shoots the three ball. He rebounds the heck out of the basketball. And let's not forget, can I can I throw at one A, one B? It's going to be Tory Craig and Jay Crowder. These guys, one guy went to the NBA Finals last year. One guy went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Okay. They know how to win. They know how to get, how to play in mud. They know how to play fast. Um, they're, they're able to lock in in the playoff environment and get it done. And so I think those two guys are going to be keys to our run um, and two guys that have a, a, a long resume of basketball uh, experience in the playoffs. Okay. so Yeah, I love it. And if he hadn't earned the award already, uh, Tory, adding Tory Craig before the deadline put James Jones over the top. That's oh, the executive goodness. of the year. Oh, if he doesn't get executive of the year, that's robbery. Yes, uh, I yes. know I know. Kiwi, my guy, <laughs> Sean Marks in, in Brooklyn, is going to get a lot of love because he what? He, got, he helped them assemble a super team. I get it. They barely even played together. What, seven games all season? <laughs> right, right. So uh, they, just just skip me with that. I, I think it's got to <laughs> be James. It's got to be James Jones. I mean, Tory Craig for a song and a dance. This guy gets every 50-50 ball ever Everything. on the floor. Everything. He gets yeah. all of them. That's yeah. playoff yep. basketball for 500 for cash. Yeah, 500,000 cash. Isn't that something? You. And you're going to need that in, the, in these playoffs coming up. Uh, like you said earlier, too, I like what you said, too, Bloom, about uh, the, the the weakest link or, or, or what the issue going into the playoffs. I like the DA not having somebody behind him. Now, I mean, since we know that now, is he going to be capable of playing, like we said last night, Flex, 40-plus minutes a night? Because and, – and only in situations where we're, where we're playing a big team, probably like the Lakers or Clippers, teams that match up with us very well on the big side, and we don't have a guy behind, uh, behind DA, he's going to have to play 40-plus minutes a night. Can he do that? What do you think, JB? I, I listen. I, I think I think DeAndre is up for it. Um, I think he can. I think that it's not only going to be DeAndre. It's going to be Book. It's going to be Mikael. We're going to see a <laughs> bunch of guys have to play forty minutes, man. But yes, I think DeAndre can hold up, man. Um, I think he's he's up for the task. Um, he, he's the the way DeAndre plays allows him to play longer minutes. I think because he's more of a perimeter based guy on the offense and he's a screen setter. He's a gravitational guy um, as far as attacking the rim and, and getting that gravity. So, yes, I, I do think he can. It's going to be tough, though, brother. Playoffs is hard. JB, what you think, man? It's, it's going to be tough. 
It is going to be tough. I don't think every game will be an A-plus game out of him. I think it's unrealistic to expect him to always be at that level. But I do expect him to come up big and to help this team and to continue to be that anchor on the defensive side. I don't know what the minutes will end up being. I think a lot of it will be matchups, you know, depending on what the other team is doing. Uh, Monty has the ability to adjust. He's got a number of weapons in his arsenal, and he's made it a point. And this is so Popovichian of him uh he's he's (laughs) i don't know if i created a word he's he's made it a point to engage every guy one through 15 one through 17 one through whatever is on that team uh all year and some guys have sat a while and then they come back in and some guys have have been kind of routinely in breaks and then uh, been incorporated but everybody feels like they have a part and should feel like they've got a part in this and that's going to pay off, I think, for this team because if things happen, if DA's in foul trouble, Frank can step in and make make some plays. Right. So can Dario. And now you got Tory Craig, who while he's going to be undersized, he's going to fight every tooth and nail to to win every possession. Uh, and so you can play him against some bigs. Uh, I do think that it will not be a glaring. Uh, weakness for this team. I, you just you made me pick one, so I had to go there. And it was rim, <laughs> rim protection is the, is the the least depth you know that right. they have when it right. comes to like certain characteristics that this team has. But I think they've got so much else from a standpoint of depth uh, and leadership and character. So I I, uh, I just can't wait to see it all unfold in front of us. I do think DeAndre uh, is going to be slept on potentially by. Uh, teams in the playoffs too. I think you watch how Chris Paul was orchestrating that fourth quarter with oh, him yeah. and just spoon oh, yeah. feeding him, right? right. And, and they had no answer. They right. had no, no answer. answer. And very few teams are going to have an answer. Very few uh, are going to have an answer for that offense. I saw last night's game where Chris Paul is getting DeAndre Ayton ready for the playoff run. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell because in that game, yeah. D.A. was going to the rim, and he was trying to lay the ball up every single time. He was laying it up every <laughs> single time, every single time. And then there was one instance before he laid it up. He tried to lay it up. He got hit, and he lost the ball, which if he had yeah. dunked it, he would have got the foul. And the, Chris looked at him at a, in a certain way. And later after that, I don't know if it was Monty, if it's Brian, if it's uh, Mark Bryan over there, if it's Book or, or Chris Paul, but the next three possessions, he dunked the ball every last time. So every he's getting time. ready. He's getting every ready time. for that playoff run. And I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy to, to to beat on DA because y'all already brought me off that tree. Flex, <laughs> flex. <laughs> but but he. Hey, we need that. Twenty two still. Exactly. He's still exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, know flex. what? And, and and how about this? The other thing, I think he's the one of all the players. That gets the biggest lift from the crowd. Oh yeah. He, and, yeah, and and when that was starting to erupt and happen, it took his energy. So it was a combination of things, yes. Earl. It was yeah. CPM, Mark Bryan, everybody being right. in his ear. But it was right. also him hearing what happens when he makes a big play yeah, like that, right? That's right. And then yeah. and then he gets back on defense and swats the heck it. out of yeah, this RJ Barrett weak sauce he went with. That <laughs> was beautiful. JB, that that changed the game. It that sure was did. game changing momentum. Changing, yeah. And 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 you you know, when you got DeAndre playing like that, man, we become really hard to, hard defend. to defend. I mean, because he 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 gets so much attention when he rolls. It opens things up for Book. It opens things up for CP. CP's. It amazes me when I watch CP come off that high pick and roll with DA. It is he's got six feet of space between him and the next defender sometimes, right. and that's the DeAndre Ayton effect. 
Right. And again, I can't wait for playoff book, man. I don't think y'all understand, man. Playoff book. We got a lot. We got a lot to be excited about, guys. Got yeah. Well, we got a few minutes left here in this show, and I wish I could go on and on and on, but I know we got Bloom. We got to get him out of here. He probably got some important things to do. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, sir. But, but uh, uh, that Laker game coming up on Sunday. How big is that game, or is it big at all right now? I mean, in the scope of going into the playoffs, in the scope of that could be a team you could face, in the scope also that this is the only team that I'm talking about having that guy behind D.A. This is the only team I'm talking about facing because they got Drummond and A.D. So yeah. when, when A.D. sits down, who's going to stop Drummond from going to the rim and dunking on us and whatever if we're, if we're undersized with Frank down there? So my point is this Laker game. This this game has to be big, right? Or is it just a game you just go to ask? It's just a playoff, you know. Uh, I mean, it's just a regular season game. It don't matter. Well, I think for the reasons that we've already mentioned about the desire to finish number one, right. uh, the, the desire to keep Uncle Mo on our side, all that stuff, right. uh, it's big for that. Okay. Uh, LeBron not playing uh, makes me to say that it, there's nothing to read into as far as like a, a playoff preview because Correct. they get to the playoffs, LeBron's playing, right? Exactly. So uh, if he doesn't play tomorrow, it's a totally different team. They've got other guys that are dinged up too. Dennis Schroeder's still out, which I think is a, is a big uh, missing piece for the Lakers. Uh, and so I, I think that it's uh, one of those deals. Look, the Suns have beat them twice. They beat them up the last time and beat them by 10 the first time. <laughs> right. And I know the Lakers haven't been full speed. Uh, the Suns weren't full speed in, in one of the two matchups either. So uh, now I feel like it's just don't worry about who it is. Like like we said, I know it's hard to say that when it's the Lakers and you're going to Staples, but don't worry about the fact that it's the Lakers. Just go be you. Go do what you've been doing and uh, and, and handle your business. And, and you might have a chance. Now, the Jazz played tonight. I didn't think they had any more back-to-backs, but they actually do play tonight against the Rockets after playing yeah. last night. They should whoop the Rockets, they but should, who knows? But you never but know. Who knows? You never know. Right? Yeah, so if, if know. they happen to trip up, then the Suns will have a chance to get back on top of the win over the Lakers, and that will maybe amp up the importance of that even more. But I think every game, these last five, they're all equally important. Continue to do uh, what the Suns have been doing and stay on the track they're on. And they're going to head right to the playoffs the way they want to. Run the table, baby. That's what I, was I say. Just about Run, to the ask you that, Flex. Run the table, baby. Run the table. Hey, say Phoenix, that. hey, JB, we said it last night. Run the table, man. Run the table <laughs> and let the cookie crumble where it go. So, I'm not ducking anybody. We're not scared of anybody. So to get that number one seed, they would have to run the table, and Utah would have to yes. lose one game. And I, I see one game on their schedule that's even remotely possible to lose to me would be Portland. Yeah. Yep. So so they got Houston, Golden State, Portland, OKC, and Sacramento. They can beat Don't all those teams. Don't sleep on Golden State. Don't can, sleep they, on Golden State. They can State. beat those teams without Donovan Mitchell. But that Portland yes. game, to me, is key. If, if they lose that Portland game, we would have to win out, of course, to Golden State, Portland, and then two San Antonio games. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. A lot left. There's lot a lot left. A whole I mean, lot, it's, man. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. I, I, I took a look at this last night, and I know you might have been listening, Earl, but right. uh, before the show started, before the postgame show started, I just was looking at the standings. I was just so locked in. I'm just like <laughs> picking it apart. I'm like, okay, who, who do we need? Who do we want? Who do we want to win? And, who do, and then I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Right. Forget it. I'm not, gonna, right. I'm not even going to let it. I'm not going to let it bother me or let me get up in arms about who is doing what right. besides the Phoenix Suns, you know, right. because if the Suns go do what Flex 
Pete said they went out. Look, look my, my wife keeps asking me every day, hey, are they going to get to 50? Like there's any significance <laughs> of getting to 50 wins. Right. There's zero significance <laughs> exactly. of getting to 50 wins. But it sounds awesome, it doesn't does, it? I mean, it, to does, get to, it does. Especially in a 72-game season, to get to 50 wins sounds amazing. But all they have to do is go two and three, and they're there. Exactly. So it's like, yes, they're getting to 50. Are they going to yes. get to 53, like Flex is saying, and finish 53 and, and, and 19? That'd be unbelievable. But uh, at this point, I don't even care about any of that either. It's right. like none of those numbers mean anything. Just yeah. continue to play well. Keep guys healthy. If you have to, rest guys. If it seems like it's something that's going to help some of these dudes down the stretch in this week. But they all know they're going to have a week to get ready. Right. And, uh, and that's something that I think they're probably very excited about. Yeah, they're going to have a week to get ready because they have to come in playing the same defense they played in that overtime in, th- in that third quarter last night. That's the playoff defense that if they show up with defense that every night, if they show up with that every night, it doesn't matter who's in front of them because that <laughs> right. because if defense wins championships, and it still does. So, mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you, with that defense, the way they played, I don't know, man. I, they, they could go a long way. They could go a long way. It could go a really long way. So, Bloom, tell everybody, all the listeners, where they can get you at besides the uh, the uh, 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 pregame show after the Suns game. Where else can they follow you on social media? Yeah, just, uh, you know, Twitter's usually where I'm hanging the most. So, to uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's at John Bloom, J-O-N-B-L-O-O-M, like you see it probably on your screen. And this, by the way, StreamYard, this is my first time on this platform. It's pretty sleek, Yeah, man. yeah. Yep. It's our first yep. time, too. So, we're going to be hanging out with StreamYard for, from now on because it's pretty smooth. <laughs> that yep, is the yep. man, John Bloom. He came into our podcast, The Suns Believe the, po- Believe the Suns podcast for the first time. And I knew this day would happen. And I thought you were going to come here and get on me a little bit because – I was riding DA all throughout, <laughs> and my man Flex had to kind of ride me down a little bit, like I told you earlier. So, uh, we you know lo- how we do, JB. We, we, we're pre- of course. Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Absolutely. I always love talking Absolutely. to people on the post game show of all different opinions. Flex will tell you, man. Sometimes I gotta serve some people, and I do. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's, it's uh, you know, look, yeah. it's it's all fun. It's all about being a fan, and, yeah, and that's, that's the true. thing. Like, you know, we're all genuinely fans of this game. We love this game, and uh, we love this team. And so, if if that's the case, then we can all find common ground at some point, right? That's so yes, true, sir. man. Hey, JB, I see you out there round two, man. I'll be out there round two. And round three brother i owe you a couple drinks we have a good time let's go i can't wait to see you flex and earl thanks again for having me on man let's do it again absolutely john thank you again i appreciate you love you brother thank you jb john bloom that's the man right there man oh man that's my brother man that's my brother i love that guy man listen that that guy i've been i've been talking to that guy for the last eight years on the post game show after every game and, uh, man, I love that guy to death, man. He's a great dude, and nobody's better than John Bloom, man. He brings it every night. Right. So shout-out to my man, Bloom. All right, you know it's that time of the show, man. We got to give you our flex player of uh, of the night from last night's game. Who was the flex player? Here we go. Hold up. Harden and Crowder. Boy, Jay Crowder continues to stroke it from downtown. Three by Crowder, and then a foul on – up again by Crowder with the follow. <laughs> Sets yes, sir. It's a wide open three. Bingo! Jay Crowder, have yourself an afternoon. <laughs> so Jay Crowder is our player profile going into tonight's show. And he has been – he came back from an injury. And he came back – he brought back two things that I thought was important for this team. Of course, his shooting came back, shooting a lot better than he was before he sat down. 
And then he yep. brought back the attitude that this team was lacking in some of the last few games. This dude has an attitude that's just like he ain't backing down to nobody. And sometimes it could get him a little bit in trouble. Right. And then other times, but I just his presence is something for this team. You can see it. It's like when they see him on the court, a lot of these guys, even with CP3, they see him on the court and they get in a little relaxed. You know, but when this guy Crowder is in that lineup. Some of these guys, yeah. you can see, and even Da said it in the, in the uh, post game. I mean, the pregame show, post game show after the after the game. Man, yeah, some of us get really calm when those dudes is on the court because they've been there before. They they know how to, they know how this thing goes. So yeah, he has agree. a common presence. Absolutely, absolutely. So like yeah. you said earlier in the show, his 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 him him, him being on his team going into this playoff is going to be big for them. And he was yep. the key last night. Do you have his numbers from last night? I think he hit five threes, right? Or yeah, five threes. He had eighteen points, five threes. Played tremendous defense. Um, I mean, that's that's what he brings, man. Right. He brings that dog mentality. Ninety-four feet. He does. He's never seen a shot. He doesn't think he can make. Uh, sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you'll take a couple of those, and you're like, "Come on, Jay, pull that back." Mm-hmm. But you live and die with that because right. he's a confident guy. He stretches the floor. And uh, like you said, man, I mean, you can you can sense that we missed him, right? right you can sense right. that we missed him. And then him, st- you know, uh, coming back right after the Cam Johnson injury with the sore right wrist was uh, was was extremely important. I mean, emphatically, we don't win. I don't think we win that game yesterday if Jay Cryer doesn't come back and we're Correct. shorthanded. So, um, yeah, man, happy to have Jay back. He's a calming force for this team, and he's going to be a, a, a very important uh, piece of this puzzle when the playoffs start. Sweet. All right, man. So this is another show, man. We got. I got. I have to give a quick shout out and a quick uh, play for our uh, our uh, sponsor. And what am I doing? I'm tripping on our sponsor here. So give me. A <laughs> Let's get it out. Pay get the bills, baby. Let's get it out. Got quick. a big painting project you've been putting off because you don't think you can afford it? Well, it's time to call the team at Customer First Solutions. Customer First is your one-stop shop for all home repairs, from full interior and exterior painting to handyman services, drywall repair, electrical, and plumbing. Customer First has the most competitive prices in the Valley. Your flat rate quote is based on the square footage of your home, and that includes wall repair. All Customer First technicians are licensed, bonded, and fully background checked for your assurance. Call or text Customer First Solutions at 480-877-0255 for your free quote. Customer First Solutions, where our customers and their homes are our first priority. Bomb-ass company, man. Got to give them some love, man, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, we got you got one more show to do with Bloom on regular season. So, yep. So what game is that? The OK, which one is that one? Well, well we got uh, the, Portland, the Thursday Portland, night right. game, Portland. Yeah, yep, okay. 98.7 Arizona Sports post-game show. Check us out, my man John Bloom. And, hey, listen, that's the last regular season game. That's but right. I believe we're going to be doing post-game every night, road or home. So, oh, go. Uh, yeah, you'll catch us. We'll be out here, baby, as long as the train is rolling. We'll be out here. Okay. And while we got that information out, let's get this next piece of information out. The uh, Believe the Suns podcast is going to be blitzing through the playoffs with all of the Phoenix Suns media, uh, big heavy hitters that are talking to Suns all throughout this playoffs. We just started it off with Bloom. We're going to be getting Kempton in here. We're going to be getting Ray in here. We're going to be getting, I mean, you name it. Leander, yeah. you name yeah. it. 
All the Suns people that are going to be coming to the house and right here in the podcast, right here on the Believe the Suns podcast, and we're getting ready to blitz it like crazy, baby, because these Suns, we've been waiting for this for a long period of time, so we got to go do it, man. We got to go do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Go out there, like, subscribe, get on the Believe Podcast Network, KSRN Arizona. Um, let's get on it, man. We're gonna have a bunch of bunch of ball players, athletes, broadcasters. We're gonna bring the whole thing to this network here. So uh stay with it, man. Stay with the Suns. Great season, having a lot of fun. This is a blast, bro. I love working with you, E. So Absolutely. let's do this, man. Let's keep it going. Absolutely. And with that, we're gonna get out of here. This has been another edition of the Believe the Suns podcast, right here on the Believe Podcast Network from Earl Burnett to my man Flex from Jersey. Peace Peace out, out, Planet Orange. Peace out. The emphatic follow down and goes for eight. Big guys. Bridges picks the pocket. With a thunderous left hand. Booker racing to the rack. Scoops and scores. Wow, he's to face me on the front. Yeah, here we go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I got me on my phone is on black. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.